Misa. Hi, I'm mashed potato. I'm strawberry milk. I'm Peking duck. And we are. We don't have a name yet. Today we have a special guest, pear cider. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's also like one of our only listeners. <laughs> uh, extremely loyal listener. Oh, extremely loyal listener, pear cider. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel, pear? Finally、okay. being here. I'm good and full. <laughs> yeah, we just ate a lot. Ate oh, a well, lot. No, we didn't eat a lot. It was mainly milk who ate a lot. Nothing too delicious. First of all, we went to Orvis Cafe. We went to Orvis Cafe and、um, in Darling Square, and I made the booking, and I ordered a octopus o- okonomiyaki dish, and it was just a little bit too small, so I decided to order another dish, but it was also another main dish, but it was. A black sesame fried ice cream with, I think it was rose flavored fairy floss, and I'm、Ew. so full. <laughs> Don't you me? Rose flavored. It was something like that.、Mm. Yeah, we all ate there. I had a good mushroom risotto. Yeah, I had a a plate full of vegetables <laughs> with no <laughs> dressing. With no dressing because I was allergic to the dressing, and it was a plate、What? full of vegetables. What made you decide to order that? I told you my cholesterol is high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Duck, Duck has found out that she recently、um, I'm getting old has high cholesterol, and and I have to stop eating so much、um, saturated fat so that I can、um, not die of of heart disease when I'm older, and thus I am now going to eat more vegetables. But eating vegetables is just really sad. So you decided to order a salad dish. With peanut dressing, but you're allergic to peanuts, so, so I removed the dressing. Basically, it was, so just, it was just so it was vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> so I had the matcha pancake. That's nice. Yeah, that was. Was、good. that your first meal of the day? Yeah. Wow. And I also had fried lettuce. Yes. Did you end up eating the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I just suddenly noticed it disappeared. <laughs> you mean the lotus or the pancake? The lotus. Yes. What did you have there? I had a, was it a cheesy French toast. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was good. The bread was so nice. The bread was really good.、Mm. I thought the cheese was gonna be like, I don't know, cheddar cheese or parmesan, but it was the ricotta cheese, so it、mm. complemented well.、Mm. It'd be so weird if it was cheddar though for a spoon. That's、yeah. why. That's why I was a bit hesitant at first, but when I saw it was ricotta, I was like, okay, sure, I'll get that instead. Yeah. So we were going to talk about books today, and basically none of us have prepared except for a duck. I I have read a couple of books recently. So I guess Duck、start? can start because none of us are prepared. Okay. Well, well, the book I was talking about when I suggested this topic、mm. was、um, this new book by Jonathan Safran Foer called We Are the Weather, and Safran Foer generally writes fiction, but he wrote this, and he's very into、um, into like climate sustainability and and so forth,、oh. and he wrote this book. As a follow-up to his previous book, which was about、um, the unsustainability of the meat industry, and this is about how the meat industry affects climate. Yes.、Um, because, as we know now,、um, the agriculture industry is one of the most polluting industries in the world, and we're like raising down loads of forests to make space for more cows, basically, and then we're growing all of this. Food to feed the cows,、mm. and the cows produce methane, and like this is like all this stuff is happening. <laughs> what、and、is what is? You said wanted to say.、Something? I was going to say all the methane 
And I was going to say, you are the one who made methane as well. I make a lot of methane too, but we contain <laughs> methane. Personally? Do you or mean, yeah, do you mean <laughs> from my research we make methane, but we yeah. contain that methane. Yeah. I, th- I thought you turned that methane into like energy. Well, the methane is energy. You can burn methane. That's what natural gas is. So that's where I said you connect those gas oh, pipes. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, you connect those gas pipes to the cow's bum. <laughs> Wait, does the methane come the from there? Like, you know how cows always, like, regurgitate the food to, I don't know, break it down? It, it's it's usually from? from the back end. Okay. Like, and also from the front end as well. We also... <laughs> what do you mean the back end? They eat their poop? <laughs> no, the methane comes out the back end. Oh, I see. Wait, because but how does the also methane make go methane. back in? It doesn't go back oh, in. I thought you said it goes back in both I places. said it comes from the back end. And comes out okay. the other end as well. Well, burps. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Although it should mostly be it's the mostly back, end the back end. because you have to pass through the intestines, which is where those bacteria are, yeah. to make the methane. Yeah. Anyway, so, so that has. I still think my idea is realistic. Milk actually set that on the table, and the waitress came. Yeah, just as she was saying that and the table went silent. <laughs> yeah. Just as she was saying that we should attach tubes to animals. You know how like was it the handmaid's tail? Where yes. you have like the woman being tubed up and like sucking like their breast milk. Do you have that but with cows? Was that in the Hasbro tale? I don't know actually. I, I never watched it. I remember that was in Mad Max. Oh, okay. Maybe Mad it was Max. that. What do you mean? They do it with they do it with cows. They att- that's how you get milk. No, but not with milk. I'm talking about methane. Yeah, but then the cow would literally have to just stand there all day. <laughs> what get, no, you invent the portable ones. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it actually like Shits into the pipe as well. Milk will clean them. That's okay. Well, you, that's, can, you, you can, can use the. Yeah. the so they have like the bubbles of like containers oh attached to their butt. Oh my god! Actually, we talked about this in my year twelve physics class. Yeah. Brought up by the smartest girl in our grade. Oh really? <laughs> yes. mm, mm, great minds think alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what else have you been reading? Um, yes, I was reading that, and that like that was really interesting because he talked about the difference between knowledge and belief, like intellectually, which is a problem well, I know that, that I deal with. Um, but uh, a lot of us know that climate change is real, and that there are going to be devastating effects um, due to anthropogenic uh, climate change. Yes, but we don't necessarily really believe it because if we really believed it then we'd be doing a whole lot more to actually stop this stuff from happening i don't think it's or like maybe we believe it but other people believe it but they don't care enough yes yeah yeah i think that's probably it more so than i mean there are people who don't believe it but i don't understand how they can not believe it yeah yeah so i was reading that and milk was reading um well Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that, that was quite last. a few months ago. That was when and you went to the UK. No, I um, that was did no, you was that a year ago? Because did I didn't start reading Harry Potter straight away after coming back from the UK. Did you read it just for the UK trip? No, no, no. I um, so we started before so the I bought UK. a Kindle. Okay. In London, and um, I was like, oh, what should I read? And uh, Potato was like. Mash, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You always call me potato. <laughs> Mash was like, "Why don't you just read Harry Potter?" So I was like, "Okay, fine, I'll read it." And I never read it before. I never even watched like most of the movies. I watched the what? movie. I watched the movie one, two, 
half of three and I jumped to seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea what it was about. Anyways, I read up to book four. It was really good. And then I got busy. I completely stopped reading. Have you? You've read all of Harry Potter, Pear? Uh, no. I read like what? a what? few pages of one of them. I think I read a few pages of Goblet of Fire. Wait, what That's about one, two, three, four? <laughs> no, I didn't. A few pages. Because like, I think one of my siblings bought it and it has really thick. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. really thick the first book. Yeah, but we didn't have that on hand. Oh. And like during that era, I guess, I was interested in other books. Like there was, I think it was Tamora Pierce. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I think I was more into her. Did you watch the movies? Yeah, I watched the movies. Oh, I just them? Yeah. At least she knows the better the story better than you. <laughs> yeah, I know. But You're still hey, missing now- five, six. And the- <laughs> did you watch the second, first half of seven? I don't even know which one I watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the story? Nope. Something about the snake guy was... The snake guy. She means Voldemort. No, I'm talking about Severus. Is it Snape? Snape. Oh, Sorry. Snape. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Snape <laughs> was... Uh... Wait, does he die? Yes, he does. <laughs> okay. Spoiler. So he was died. Sorry. He, died. he was died. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said, did he die? Wait, yes, he died. And yeah, that's all I remember. So it was the second half of the first, uh, the seventh. The thing is, I can't remember movie. whether I heard that or whether I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Harry Potter to her is just like yeah. a, a blank fuzz. Completely blank. We are probably going to a Harry Potter store in the next month in Melbourne, right? Yeah, because there's a new um, Harry Potter themed. Is it a shopping center or just like a store? I think it's a, it's store. a store. I read about it on the news. Yeah. Will it yeah. still be there when we're in Melbourne? Um, is it a permanent store? Mm, I didn't check. I, I didn't see a date range, so maybe it is permanent. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I remember when I um, read that, I was like, oh, we'll be in Melbourne in like January. Yes. I wonder if it's there. You can mm. buy wands and things like that. Although, like, also those are so useless. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because um, what am I going to do expensive. with a wand? Yeah. Yeah. I bought a wand. <laughs> <laughs> Where? You bought a wand? Who's in wand? London. Who's wand? I think I bought Harry Potter's. So you bought a wand <laughs> without knowing much about <laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> At that time, yes. I just knew, okay, I, knew, I know who Harry is. I'm going to buy his wand. I'm going to give it to my sister. And I Has never saw it again. read Harry Potter? Yeah, she has. Okay. I know. It's so kind of why. So she has it. Yes, yeah, so she had. I gave okay. it to her. Oh, that makes okay. more sense. But I don't know where she put it. Do you know what house you're in? Uh, no. I have, I have a. I, have I think a, he I have said I was like Hufflepuff, was it? We all <laughs> think you're Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lash is Ravenclaw. I prefer Hufflepuff. You're like a Ravenpuff. <laughs> but you're going to be a Slytherin. What's the characteristics of each? So Ravenclaw is the smart one. Yeah. Gryffindor is the brave one. Slytherin is kind of like the ambitious, ambitious, evil, evil, evilish kind of cunning one. Yeah. And then Hufflepuff is like the friendly, blobby Blobby one. one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To put it simply, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What house are you, Pear? I don't know. What do you you think? She'll be a Ravenclaw. I think she's like Gryffindory, Uh, Ravenclawy. I feel like every single time I do it, I get something different. What do you? I guess what did you, you do? Like, what can I do? It's different. <laughs> I guess it depends on the mood whether I feel like being courageous or not or whether I'm just being nerdy or... I don't know. She's probably nothing. And yeah. All but you wouldn't get into Slytherin, I think. Maybe I will be in Slytherin. Really? <laughs> she says that with a grin on her face. <laughs> <laughs> what is me, so? I'm the blobby one. 
No, join me. I feel like she is a Slytherin. Look, look at Misa's eyes. They just widened. Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah. I think I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah, you're probably more Gryffindor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw. Um, Cake was a Slither. Definitely. Slytherin. Slytherclaw. Oh, Slytherclaw. 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 Gryffindor. Yeah. I haven't read. Actually, I have been reading a lot because I have a Kobo and I like to make use of it. What was. What did I just finish reading? Uh, oh, I just finished reading the Tattooist. Is it Tattooist of Auschwitz? Oh, I thought that. Yeah, it, it's quite. I don't know. It's, you know, one of those books. Yeah. And then before that, I read Nine Perfect Strangers, which was also a bit strange. I haven't really read anything super great. I'm reading Nutshell by Ian McEwan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that You know that one? I know of Ian McEwan. It's the one that. How did I find it? Because uh, Crab and Sales talked about it on their podcast. It's the one where it's uh, written from the point of view of an embry- uh, of a of a of a child inside his oh, mother's womb. Right, right, what? right. Yeah. How is that? It's kind of strange. Have you read um, it, Miso? I've heard about it. What's mm. it called again? Nutshell. It's really strange. Like is it because long? it's not super long. It's something like two hundred pages. Oh. On my Kobo, <laughs> so how? I don't know how long it is in it's real like life. A novella. How can you write a novel based on it's so where you don't see anything and you only hear stuff? Yeah, so he's the story is about his mother plotting to kill his father. Oh, and so when he was born, he decided to Bizarre. save the day. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't finished reading it. Okay, but it's it is very strange. And what um, the child remembers everything. Well, you you it's written like whilst he's still inside. Yeah. So it's like a present. I haven't gotten to the point where it's ended. I don't know if he's going to come out. I think McEwen was like high one day and decided to just. <laughs> I don't know. So it's not like he remembered or not remembered. It's written like right now. I hear my mother saying no this. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, like right now, I'm passing through her vagina. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just he's giving birth to he's still in there. He's okay. only like he's two weeks away. He's gonna come out right. At the moment, he's two weeks away from being born. Yeah. I see my mother's face for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna kill you. <laughs> it's really funny. If not close, but it's also weird. Maybe I should go read this book. You can try. I don't want to read it actually. Um, it sounds really weird. What else have I read? Uh, the most like interesting things I've read in the last year, or maybe, have been the. Uh, Sapiens series. Oh yeah, yeah I really want. Yeah, to read we talked that. about that. And then I read the second book in that Homo Deus, which is all mm-hmm. about like the future of humanity, kind of, and like how new kind of religions and political Works. like ideals will have to come out. Yeah. Like it talks mm-hmm. about the capitalist versus socialist war, and then it talks about like in the future, you know, maybe both of those won't work as we get more AI. Mm. And more like Nothing everything works. becomes more crazy, yeah. Mm. But that is very interesting. It's kind of both of them. I like it because both of them remind you that humans are not as great as we think. Yeah, humans think we are greater than really, really are. Mm. Yeah, those blobs are great. What blobs? The news that we talked about about the uh, Paris. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. there's a there's a this uh, this organism in the Paris some (laughs) zoo in Paris. Okay, it's called a blob. 
It's actually called a blob. They, they named it a blob, but it's like a, it's like a bacteria. It's a mold, it's a slime mold. Oh. So it's like many cells. All right. But the thing is, they say it has seven hundred and twenty sexes. And they don't have yeah. brains, but they still they can learn. They can learn things. They can remember things. Mm-hmm. It was um, on Discord. Did you see it? How did it come about? No, I don't see it. Uh, it's it's. I think its natural habitat is like rainforest floors or something. Oh. Also, yeah, it's, it's like literally a yellow around. mold. So it's actually a natural organism rather than yes. someone creating that. Yeah, yeah, it's natural. It's very old. A couple of thousand, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Wow, years old. I don't know, like, because it's a multicellular, unicellular thing. So it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, that single cell is may not be the same cell it was 3,000 oh, years okay, ago, but you can still you have mean. the thing growing. Oh. Um, and then you can split it into two and it will just keep growing. It's just, like, a How population weird. of cells, but it acts as one. And they can walk with all legs. And they can well, eat it's just things without them. mouth. Well, that's how bacteria work. Mm. It's kind of like a colony of this organism, but it works as one. Did they just discover this mold? No. it's oh. They've discovered it for a while, I think. I guess Paris just decided it would be cool to show it. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So are they going to take over the build one day? new idea for my the future yeah. apocalypse because <laughs> they um they they said it can do calculations what what <laughs> but i don't know like <laughs> they even i don't know that. how it does that and it can like find its food in a maze mm. that's so wait oh my god that's so weird i mean it's not that weird but it's just cells yeah just a collection of single cell organisms Oh, it's yeah, but they're like connected together. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a, you know how fungi work. Like they grow, they're like all mini cells, but they're all attached to each other. Yeah. And they can communicate to each other, and they can sense things. Oh my gosh, this is mind-boggling. It's not that strange. If you can like, if we can create computers that can do calculations, is it so strange that nature can do this? Yeah. Mm. It's like you just don't really see a form for it. It's just like a blob. With no brain, no hands, a blob. no feet, no eyes, no mouth. What about... But it functions just like a normal human would. Well, not exactly. <laughs> it eats. Yes. It walks. It thinks. Is that all that it learns? <laughs> I mean, that's basically all it Yeah. And more because it has 720 sexes. How does it reproduce? I have no clue. Chop it in half and it's just there too. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's a, you know, nature is a myth. <laughs> so, Miso, what have you been reading? I've been reading this Chinese, um, it's like a collection of short stories. Uh-huh. Written and, by Chinese people. Yeah. And then it's called The Hunter. It doesn't really make sense. Like, each story is has its own theme, but very weird. Okay. So weird stories. You know what I used to love? Chinese, those, what do you call them? They're like, you know, the four-letter phrases? Yeah. And then there was this series on TV, Yeah. this cartoon series, which, like, every episode was one of those phrases that would tell the story of this phrase. Oh. Do you know what I'm, like, do you know what I I've mean? I've never watched it, that but I can familiar. imagine. Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? I just want to, like, sing you. Yeah, like, sing you. But I don't, I've never seen a cartoon like that, though. There's a cartoon, that each episode, like, tells the story of what this phrase means mm-hmm. the story behind it or the story like behind it example. oh okay like the mm-hmm. you know the the one where you draw the snake and you add legs oh, mm-hmm. okay 
Yeah. What's that story? A plastic one. Um, it was like uh, some drawing competition, and they were all asked to draw a snake, and then this guy drew a really nice snake, and then he decided, oh, I'm going to add some legs to it. And then he didn't get the prize because it wasn't what a snake looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so the... So the the like the phrase is like drawing a snake and adding legs, which is to like represent yeah, mm. adding not necessary things or doing something not necessary. Mm. Okay. There are, there are a lot of just random phrases in Chinese. Chinese says a lot. Yeah. 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 Like sometimes my mom says things and I don't think about what the meaning of it is. Like the other day, like she says, you know, tizi baba dongzi, like that sort of stuff. What does that mean? What seven seven eight eight? Oh. <laughs> Like a lot of yeah, like random like things, just like tt baba. Oh, we use like, it as like I don't know, know, about or something. Like no, in, in it's like Cantonese, we use it more to oh. mean like no, almost done. done. Yeah. Like it's like seventy to eighty percent. Oh, That's kind right. of its meaning in Cantonese. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or she says things like mama hoo hoo, and I'm like, I don't know where that comes from. That kind of means like. So so right. Yeah. 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 I feel like it, yeah. for me, like when when I hear "mama hoo hoo," it means like I can't quite remember. It's a bit blurry. Yeah, yeah. It depends. You can apply it to many situations. Yeah. Okay. But it's like so so. Also, at the bad side, a little bit more. On the bad side, a little bit worse than average. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So, pair. What have you been reading? The most recent book that I've read, which was last year. Or maybe beginning of this year. Like a textbook. <laughs> <laughs> it was a book called Lean In, which was recommended to me by oh. a colleague. Have you heard about it? You told oh. us about it, and then she said, "Do you want to say what you told me?" What did I say? You said, "I don't want to lean in. I want to lie down." I would say. What's Lean In about? It's about a. It's a book about um, women in the workplace, essentially. So, like, how females are perceived, how women perceive themselves and the situation they put themselves in, mm. and how they can, I guess, work around or, like, make it more apparent how to achieve more as a female in the workplace, mm. I guess. Mm. And it's written by Sheryl Strandberg, right? Yeah. The, s- the CEO of uh-huh. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, actually really? a pretty good book. Yeah, former yeah. Facebook. So, is it, like, a... Uh, a fiction book or like a biography a or is non-fiction like book a... she has some case it's studies in book. as well I don't know like maybe it's she, not like she made up she made up a story about like she made up a story about I think think of it more as like a help type kind of book self-help oh, okay self-help yeah, yeah. personal development book yeah. when mm-hmm. I was reading it I was crying quite often because they're like a lot of situations really? are like so relatable oh. yeah and it's actually quite um popular in the Chinese community as well. Why? Because, like, there was one day my mom talked to me and she said, oh, can you please look up this book and then buy it for me? I was like, oh, I know that book. Where did you hear it from? And she said, oh, it's from my, like, WeChat moments and someone was posting it. I was like, oh, oh. wow. And then when we bought it, yeah. we found out that my brother had a book, copy of the book already. I was oh, like, what? what? <laughs> Why is your brother have this copy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not even... <laughs> but you said it's popular in Chinese culture. Well, is it translated? Chinese community. Is it, yeah. is it translated? Yeah, it must think, be. Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah. 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 Mm. So, it's quite a, like, a bestseller. Wow. Yeah, there's yeah. also a graduate version where they have like a chapter for graduates um, that is added on to like, the main section of the book as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I have two copies at home, so if you want to borrow one. <laughs> yeah. How much are you selling it for? <laughs> oh, I was thinking maybe we can just like donate it to the wire group as well, because it'll be quite relevant for them. Oh, yeah. yeah the... And then I can just pass it on as a oh, generation. Women thing. in Renewable Energy book. Mm. Oh, yeah. Not re- Renewable Energy book. <laughs> 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 yeah. Renewable Energy book. Yeah. I think it's really relevant yes. like in this day and age to talk yes. about how women can... Um, I guess feel more empowered in yeah. the mm-hmm. workplace yeah. because yeah, all these things have happened. Yeah. yeah, I was reading this book actually. It's just reminded me of the book I was reading after we are the weather, which was called Going Under. Hang on, let this guy finish yelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can hear that. Yeah. That's why I said you don't have to lean so far because I want to lean in. <laughs> 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 okay. Resume. Uh, so what Pear was talking about reminded me of the book I was reading after We Are the Weather called um, Going Under by Sonia Henry and she is a, a junior doctor or was a junior doctor and about two years ago wrote a very, very viral article about um, the medical culture and, and the like how the reality of the medical culture is now, which mm. is, you know, a lot of bullying a lot of um this toxic workplace culture and a lot of mm-hmm. you know abuse from you know superiors basically like pushing people to the brink and uh, at this point like a couple of years ago two or three years ago there was a, a large very large media furor about about it because there was a spate of junior doctor suicides in new mm. south wales mm-hmm. mostly in sydney um young doctors um and it brought up this whole conversation about um how young doctors and especially young female doctors uh don't feel empowered enough to to really stand up for themselves in in the hospital environment because you know we're at the very bottom of this power hierarchy mm. and yeah. you know you feel like you can't do anything you can't say anything and you know even things like they work us overtime like 100 hours a week and you, you're kind of like not encouraged to to get paid for that overtime so you know all these things are happening and um thankfully the culture is now sort of changing so this is a very depressing um tangent but she's like this because book. like hmm? there just isn't that much money in healthcare to pay you like what's the problem it's it's not that it's that if you if you try to claim over time, mm-hmm. you're seen as like kind of weak. Why? Because because previous generations there would be like, well, we we worked like a hundred hours a week and we didn't complain. Why should you complain? And it's that kind of like toxic um, sort but of. But the system has enough money to pay. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. But you know, that's the, besides the point. We should be getting paid. Yeah. But is this problem only for women? No, it's for everyone, but it's it's a lot of the issue is um, medicine, especially the consultant level, being predominantly male dominated, and you, especially young women in a very junior position, are in a very difficult place because they feel that if they say anything, if they try to complain, that their capacity to further their career could just be cut off completely because those are your superiors they're the people who are giving you your recommendations who are recommending you for jobs who like 
who are like opening up networks for you and if you say want to become a female surgeon say like an orthopedic surgeon there are like a hundred people competing for like five spots in the state and they maybe in the entire country in one year and you know everything rests on on say your boss giving you a good recommendation and if your boss is for example sexually harassing you mm. like mm-hmm. that's that's a really really uh, tense situation um anyway so the politics of it's it's a lot of politics and it's a lot of yeah. we have this quite a lot in uni and uh, not in our school i think mm. not to that extent because our school is quite young on average yeah i think as a renewable like environmental or socially conscious yeah it's yeah it's better but like you go to more like the pure sciences you do have that problem where you you just it's pure engineering (laughs) 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 what do you mean it's more like um, i mean like the pure sciences like chemp is fine what do you mean? That's science. Yeah, the p- the pure sciences, as opposed to applied sciences, aka engineering. Engineering, okay. Um, but I feel it's even worse in engineering. In engineering, it's worse because mm-hmm. engineering okay. is more male dominated as well. That's yes. true. Mm. Yeah, but like the whole culture of like your supervisor can really decide your fate. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like they really easily corrupts. Um, yeah, because the hierarchy is especially very as clear. as your uh, as the that level gets older. Yeah. The older generations. Yeah. Which yeah. luckily we don't have that as white badly in our school. Girl uh, West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Although I was talking to like my supervisor mm-hmm. and talking about and actually we I was talking to you about the differences about between supervisors here and supervisors in like say China. Mm-hmm. Where in China they can like your supervisor could in America too. In America as well, yep. and also he raised to Korea, where your supervisor can ask you to like babysit their kid, mm. and it's perfectly oh that's acceptable. not in America, not but in America. in America the problem is that your supervisor would decide if you can graduate or not. They yeah. don't have a strict system, uh, like here. For he, example, yeah. here you submit all the requirements and then you get to the, that the standard, then you is can that graduate. It costs a lot. And the money runs out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the the system is set because the government will just refuse to keep paying money. Mm-hmm. I don't know about who where the money comes from for an American PhD. Mm, I'm not quite sure, but uh, you can easily stay there for like forever. Six I know. To eight years. Yeah. But normally it's five year program, but you can stay longer. Mm. Yeah, because it's just like if your supervisor doesn't think you're ready, then you're not ready. Mm-hmm. But here, the system kind of forces you to be done or just or give up. Just get lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think boundaries in the workplace are just it's really important. They just, it's just their culture. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Elgrey told us that, like, in China, you, you just listen to everything your supervisor says. If they ask you to go out drinking with them, you do that. You just do everything your supervisor tells you to do. Yeah. And that's just the way you've been brought up to be. Like you Do you feel like in China yeah. the work and personal life it, has it, no boundaries? Yeah, boundary. exactly. Because I see my dad as well. It's like I don't get why he does what he does. Yeah. 
Apple tea. You remember we had a conversation about him drinking with、oh, our、yes. industrial partners. Yes, yes. He that was like yeah, yeah. he doesn't drink normally when we go out.、Yeah. But if he goes to China with our other colleagues, he usually gets super drunk. That、oh, work drinking culture in China though is very kind of enforced on you.、Mm. Right. Um. But I just don't get it. If you say you would die. Yes. Then they will still force you to drink. I、That's、think they'll do that again. No, I'm I'm pretty sure they won't do it because there'll be liability if issues do happen. It depends on where you are, though, right? Yeah, because I knew there was once they went to China and、uh, drank with in the, some industrial partners, and there was one guy who was junior,、mm. and the senior guy asked him to drink with us, and then he got. Super drunk, and he did say that he's allergic to alcohol, and then he ended up being sent to the hospital that night, and he had to work in the next morning. Oh my god! It's a very yeah. The drinking there is it's, it's kind of like you if you don't do it, it's like a sign of disrespect, and it's、so、very strange.、Yeah. But there is no the boundary between personal and、yeah. work is there is none in. And those、mm. drinks are super expensive. Why do you drink so much? Is it the is it the is it the the Chinese rice wine? Yeah, those ones. Oh, those are、It's、so bad. High degree, very expensive. Basically, fuels. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand either. At least it's not smoking as well, because I know in China it's like smoking and drinking is like the social. It's like having coffee combos.、Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised a lot of um. Because I see a lot of young international students smoke a、yeah. lot, like to the point where I think after a while, like some of them actually come and buy medications to help quit smoking. But like to get yourself to that point in the first place, and so many of them as well, it's just like like Gray told me she just tried it because you know all her friends were trying it. Yeah. So. I would have thought like they'd know by now all the health consequences and everything. But everyone around them also smokes.、Mm. So、it's like a、yeah. more what they grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. And not every country has as like aggressive an anti-smoking campaign as Australia has. That's、had. true. We have.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are quite crazy on the anti-smoking. Yeah. The book that I was talking about、yeah. wasn't nonfiction; it was fiction. So she wrote this oh, story. Oh, really? Yes.、Yeah, so she wrote this story. But it was based on real. Based on like you know things that happen in the actual medical system.、Um, wrote the story about、uh, this intern who starts work at this major Sydney hospital and like her and her friends and the situations that she runs into、mm-hmm. um, over the year. Yeah. And I thought that was really good to read about because you don't really read that sort of thing very often,、um, and it's nice to. Have that sort of reflected back at you, just like real life. Yeah, life, life. On the way here, because we were talking about going to this restaurant in Melbourne,、oh, yes, and the then、Heston、we saw、one. the chef. Yeah, we saw there's some controversial topic about this chef. Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, what happened? What? Can I just look it up? Okay, what's、well, so、your opinion on Heston Blumenthal? He what? He said、um, the reason that. There are not many female chefs in this industry. Is because of their、uh, body clocks. Oh、yeah. my god! Now I don't like body clocks. As in, like the need to have kids. Oh, or something like、please. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See.、Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not very. Ducks plans to ever eat at his restaurants. <laughs> the fat duck. <laughs> the fat duck. <laughs> 
mm. in England. Because I think what I, I didn't read the actual news article. It was like someone wrote an article about what he said. Yes. And I was talking about how the reason females have that wait was when females give birth, they might not focus be on being a chef as much. They'll go and take care of their kids more. And then her retort was that if a guy always, or if a male chef stays in the kitchen all the time, how come they don't get ridiculed for not caring about the kids as much? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah also, that industry is very lack of gender diversity mm. when you get to a higher level. Mm. All those famous chefs are male. I don't know if I've talked to you about the. Cause, so, I was talking to. <laughs> my supervisor and another postdoc who is female yeah. <laughs> and my supervisor and this postdoc actually got promoted at the same time to the same level but like she brought up the thing that she thought you know one of the reasons why she got promoted so fast was because she is a woman in engineering yes i don't know how sometimes it's good that they're aggressive about oh, it but yeah. sometimes at the same you don't want to be promoted just because you're female. Yes, yeah. it's a, it's a very, yeah, it's very Awkward weird. Position. Like I don't know how to, because yeah. like for me personally, I'd rather be recognized for my skills rather than for my gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess it would sort of contribute to the sense of imposter syndrome. Like you'd feel like, you know, they didn't choose you because of how good you are. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I remember uh, our friend. Let's call her Carrot. Uh-huh. So Carrot is very nice, but she is also lack of those kind of sense, I would say. And uh, uh, she wanted to apply for a position, which mm. is basically like a promotion. And then she was asking around um, about uh, how many female colleagues would apply in that round. Because mm-hmm. she knew that they, they have a quota yeah they have to pick up some females and then she decided to um she decided to apply depending on other females yeah, yeah. so that's kind of bad kind of well to some extent like you know the system it's is like this so but you play it that way but it's a very we had this question brought up in a, a teaching workshop a couple like last year yeah. Where if you have, like, they asked us if you had, say, a class of 20 and you just split them into five groups and, like, you had five girls, would you split them up, like, in one into each group or would you, like, group them all into one group or, like, what would you do? And we, like, the, all the tutors there kind of discussed this, but the answer they were kind of looking for was that you would put the girls in one group by themselves. Yeah, why? Because Why? it was like the studies show that uh, if they are mixed with males, I guess they would uh, be... The, the majority, like if the mi- a minor- minority is placed in a position where they are the majority, then they will speak more or they will yeah. like do more. Mm. Um, but then we kind of had this... Like to me, it was so strange that you would treat them differently. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Specifically, I was because my answer was just, you know, you just throw it out of a hat. Yeah. You just put them yeah. in whatever random group they yeah. end up in by whatever way you decided to yeah. order them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then, like, I guess the feeling from the school is that you should do whatever you can to help them. 
but it's kind of like a then you know as a as a girl yeah you know yeah, that you don't want you've that. been treated differently yeah, yeah. and it's very like uh, like the school already <laughs> assumes yeah. that you don't have the ability to yeah speak. yeah speak but that's yourself. kind of the way that it's being approached like women in engineering that's the way it is being approached yeah. you know you know that you're being treated differently yeah but also what other way can you do it but like ultimately i don't know if there can be any systematic change unless you do go into this sort of positive discrimination yeah because like how are things going to change if they don't try and put more women at the top levels of engineering yeah it's approach to change the current situation so maybe maybe now you're losing out or like you're feeling that you know they're choosing you for the wrong reasons but Mm. in 20 years time the next generation of women in engineering are going to this is going to benefit them yeah. rather than mm. you yeah that yeah. would make sense yeah it's the same like all those um uh old french ladies who burned their yeah. bras yeah it's like first generation and second generation yeah now you think what wave, they did wave, was a bit too over but you have to go over yeah. to change the current situation otherwise people wouldn't raise their awareness mm. yeah you know how sometimes you do something to the extremes so that when something is done less extreme, it's more accepted. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that you go over to come back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, the thing that we noticed, because I'm teaching at the moment, and this guy who's teaching for the first time was like, he noticed, you know, the trend is usually the international students are smarter than the local students once they understand, once they get past the English barrier. Yeah. And then he said, and the girls are smarter than the boys in engineering. And... I was just thinking, why? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, why? Well, to, like, for, why did he bring that up? No, just like, why would that be? Because for one thing, engineering is not a particularly could, smart degree. Okay. It's I, hard, but the entry level is very low. Well, I could think of some reasons. First of all, all those international students, they have to pass, to some extent, they have to pass more exams. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they get filtered more so to get more this level yeah. to begin no, 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 it's, it's not they because you uh you filtered them more and yeah. then the point that you get him sitting in the same room with all those local students they yeah. are already selected yeah they've more. passed like yeah. 10 times more hurdles than, yeah. than yeah. people who've grown up here have like yeah. some but immigrants girls in engineering are on average smarter because they've had to work harder to get to the same yes. level where the boys are yeah to some extent they get yeah. filtered more as well yeah. That I don't understand. Do if you know what do you know what I'm trying to get at? Like I see like like I don't see any barrier especially for at this point when I went into uni. Yeah. But there see, was already no barrier between like I think for girls no, no, or boys because, in because we went no, to the school that encouraged like STEM subjects that encouraged But why would that make a difference on whether you're more intelligent or not? It doesn't. It doesn't. Exactly. But it it raises it lowers the barrier or no, it raises the barrier it raises, but it wouldn't. You know what that I mean? wouldn't but be like, an intelligence like, barrier. No. I think it is. It's the same thing. So you think you like overcome if more? If you, you overcome think more, you are so you more have to, intelligent. You if will, you have more awareness and you are more sensitive to those kind of things, to some extent, it reflects you that you're more capable of doing scientific calculations. I think so. More yeah. In, in general. Yeah. Really? In general. I guess that to me just doesn't not not necessarily more capable, but like you have to have like a you certain have to, maybe degree. you have to want it more, or you have to you have to be more driven, or you have yeah. to be more 
like like because like resourceful like all these things lead you up to the point where you can compete with a guy for the same position and be chosen. I I, the, I can see where Mash is coming from, but mm. I can see yeah the other point of view. So it's never like a direct correlation correlation between two, but I feel like it might be a subconscious thing where we're overcoming these barriers mm. because like I we all went to quite a I guess a, a school's known for being intelligent. Yeah, yeah. So it's never quite that. Yeah, it wasn't an issue for us because we went to schools that encouraged us to do these things. But say, like a girl who goes to a public school in like a like a non like out of Sydney and like grows up in a very conservative family, Mm. like they're not necessarily going to push her towards engineering. Yeah, but like I guess the thing here is, would they choose if they just thought, you know, like with engineering? If you get a low ATA as a guy, that's engineering for you. Like, that is kind of your, what you fall into. Because it's a very low, it's very low, actually, engineering. There is almost, I would say, like... I'm actually quite surprised because that's not the case for most of... It's very low. The the reason for that the reason why the entry level is low is because there are a lot of spaces. There not only a lot of space, but there's a pretty big need for engineers in Australia in general because yeah. of the before it was like the mining boom and then there's like the civil side as well. Right. And also because renewable is like a great industry, they'll need more like renewable mm-hmm. engineers. But like for all engineering, because our our uni is like on the higher end of engineering and yeah, schools. Yeah. So like I think and like, that was an like equivalent low. An equivalent uh, thing for girls would be nursing. Like, mm. you get, like, a good enough ATAR, not, like, necessarily very high, but a good enough ATAR, but, like, not enough to, like, get into medicine or whatever. You yes. go to nursing. But you wouldn't go into engineering. Not necessarily. Well, I'm not talking about, like, the medicine level. Like, if you can't get into commerce, yeah. commerce is higher than engineering. Right. It's that low. But, like, women, girls just don't fall into it because of whatever reason. And we only get the... Like, there are very few girls in engineering yeah. who I have met who actually are at the 91 level or, like, the, you know, the level where you have fallen here because this is all that will take you. But, uh... Like, we, we had, like, a STEM, like, campaign at our school where we were, like, we got we went to UNSW and we, I'm just saying, like, like why just... do they not fall into it? But like, do why you... is it that we only get the intelligent ones? But do you feel that they have to choose engineering or they choose to be engineers i think for girls you choose to the girls choose you don't to go. like you don't yeah. fall into it like a boy does yeah then that's that's why right that's why they tend to be more intelligent because they have it's by choice yeah they yeah. choose it's by choice yeah they choose to be which is engineers. why i guess the point is what if like yes we're increasing the quota of girls in engineering but how many actually want to do it do you know what i mean uh, yeah, How many is that's, it? I get what you mean. Because if the 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 we're only getting the ones who actually want to do engineering, yeah, then will increasing the quota even if you want it to be fifty fifty, will that make a difference? Because do they actually want to do it? Or maybe maybe they just don't realize that it's an option. Like people like might think of engineering yep. as something that's you know 
not something that they understand. Yes. But then once they have people come to the school, talk to them, or they go to like a university and they see what they do in engineering, maybe that opens up this whole other opportunity for them. And so they're more inclined to go into engineering, mm-hmm. which is why you know they have all that STEM like campaigns for for girls. Yeah, but that over the last like what five years has not done very much then. I think the common perception of engineering is still pretty mechanical based. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that is also to some extent it is. Yeah. Your physics has to be strong. Yeah. And like physics itself, the school of physics would also be very, I think, skewed towards boys. Yeah. And I think so. Small perception thing rather than so like. Duck. Duck was mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> like what Duck was mentioning. Um, Oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's just like... Also, I guess engineering is not really a thing you want to be falling into because it's so hard to get out of. I enjoy it. I, I liked it. Yeah. But like, yeah. I like that stuff, but engineering is not easy to pass. Right. Well, like, okay. But again, you don't... You choose to be an engineer, you, then you, you don't get... To be. Yeah, but then you don't get to experience other things. Maybe if you do other things, you find it hard to pass as well. Everything's the same to some extent. I did right? commerce as well as, as engineering. And I definitely agree. It uses a different part of your brain. Like, you think quite you, differently. You have to, like, I chose engineering because I like science and science is easier for me than the non-science parts Yeah, then of you the can't really say but it's harder to get out. It is not easy, like of, like other than medicine Life or like law or whatever. Easy. It's one of the subjects with the longest contact hours. Okay, but because I also you feel have like, like engineering is one of the more flexible degrees as well because you can go into a lot of different. You can. Things. You, you oh, have a lot of opportunities, but like yeah. getting through uni is not simple, <laughs> especially if you choose one of the your Elect- pure engineering's <laughs> or electrical <laughs> engineering. Because I remember when I was in undergrad, my supervisor said to all of us if you could do if you could get an electrical engineering and an electronics degree then Mm. it basically means you can do anything because electrical requires much higher maths yeah and algorithm Mm. (laughs) understanding yes (laughs) that is something i still cannot do yeah i can't i I can't deal with electrical it's hard yeah well for once the engineers in the group have (laughs) <laughs> I remember the medical people. <laughs> Milk is just sitting here, like completely no clue what's happening. <laughs> but do you feel in the medical world it's also very male dominant? No, I mean, at the level of medical school, yeah, we have more women than men in medical school. Okay. so it's like almost sixty forty. But then you get the gender discrepancy as you go higher up. Um, yes, you were going Last to say that. <laughs> Chemistry, chemical engineering, has a lot of females. Has a lot of girls. Yeah, and I mean so that like must be by choice. Like, like once you've already chosen engineering, then to choose chemical, mm. that must like. Do you think that is a social thing? Because um, we like mixing stuff. <laughs> Why do we like mixing stuff? <laughs> I don't you don't know. necessarily mix stuff in chemistry. <laughs> we like small stuff. Because I feel like ke- chemistry is not as mechanical because, yeah as mechanical based and that's mm-hmm. why maybe females have a different perception of it and that would be because like and that might be the one that they'll fall into rather than as like rather a than yeah. That, yeah maybe because well, of the mechanics 
Yeah, I can say in medicine, you have some specialties that are more male-dominated than others, obviously. So yeah. like surgery, surgery and particular types of surgery, say orthopedic surgery is very male-dominated. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily just by choice. Like there's elements of choice in there. Like lifestyle-wise, it's really, really competitive, really hard to get into. You've got to put in the hours, the extra degrees, the training, mm. the networking, the research and all of that. And that takes a lot of time. And if you're a woman who's also considering starting a family, which is really difficult in medicine, then, you know, that's, you've got to have to consider lifestyle as well. Um, but also, you also have people in the college who are choosing the trainees. And, you know, for a long time, they were like really racist, sexist, old white men. Mm. And, you know, you had people who were like Asian males who weren't getting in for like decades because, because of their yeah. prejudice. So it's, it's like a, a question of like very slow systematic yeah because with your systems you still have people kind of in control i yeah, mean control with our systems things. you still have people but like on the scale of engineering at our university i think you get to the point where just anyone who wants to get in will get in <laughs> if you have like the you meet their advertised mark you're gonna get in yeah but then a lot of people will drop out as well if they don't feel like it's their thing if they don't feel like if they feel it's too hard yes well. a lot of people yeah. do drop yeah. yeah. And then this, this goes back to, you know, Crab's quarterly essay. Oh. Why men aren't more supportive <laughs> and picking up the slack when it comes to, like, domestic deities and um, equality. In oh, when are we going to get to the point where we can just get robots to clear the house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already have the robot well, vacuum. babies. I feel babies are more of a problem. <laughs> get a robot yeah. to look after your baby. <laughs> like I mean, cool any guy. robot like, is going to be more... <laughs> Why not? If the robot can look like you and speak like yeah, you and act like you... How I like, what about what? if you and you have to like respond to the baby? It's an very, you know, you can't. Let I feel like do that. by the time we are, by the time we die, they will exist. Mm, Netflix has a TV would... show called I Am Mother. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember that, no, about a robot raising a human child. Okay, oh, what was the end result of that? I have not watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think by the time we die. They will have robots that can have warmth, can feel like a human, but isn't and can it act like, like they a human. will just take over then? I don't think they can necessarily. By the what time we die, I don't think they'll necessarily be able to like have that level of consciousness. Mm. But isn't there like a study saying that for babies, he are he are covered more and they can like feel their mother's heartbeat or their dad's heartbeat. They're more. They grow up smarter yeah. or, or something. Yeah. So like yeah. they, what if you, know, you can just replicate that in a in a machine? <laughs> but maybe it's a biological or chemistry yeah. thing going on yeah. as well. I mean, we don't necessarily understand everything to do with attachment <laughs> and like neonates. Oh, well, so. we just uh, get a lot of AI running around and a lot of serial killer yeah. babies. Serial killer babies. <laughs> serial killer babies. They can't test this because it's, it's you know, against But like, rights. you can like... Once you get to that point, maybe you don't need them to be at home. You can take your baby to work and have the robot there whilst you are also at work. Wouldn't that be a noise disturbance as well? But then in that why? case, why wouldn't you just uh, stay at home with your babies? Well, if you yeah, whereas work. your robot just uh, do the work. That's true. You can just make your robot do the work. <laughs> just replace every person with a robot. Well, we're heading towards that. Like, that's what Homo Deus is kind of about. Like, you get to the point where... You know, we they have made computer programs that can make music. 
that an audience can't tell, like, can't differentiate between, like, Beethoven and this computer. I read an article the other week where um, some writer was talking about this AI that could just basically consume the entire New York Times, like, archive and then spit out, like, an article that read exactly, like, that a writer had written it. You, like, so you get to this point where, like, at one point you thought, you know, the uh, robots can't replace us in things that require imagination or, or creative de- or like innovation yeah. but they're getting or there so you have to start looking mm-hmm. for things that humans can do that robots cannot do but isn't all that innovative stuff based on stuff they've absorbed but isn't that ha- how we innovate as well we absorb yes. information uh, yeah. and then we come up with ideas based on what okay, we've seen what we've taken. heard yeah. yeah this is an issue now <laughs> even faster an issue in radiology because there's now all these you know, computer programs that are getting better at recognizing like images <laughs> imaging yes um and people are, are concerned if that will like push radiologists out of out of the system. Um, but my dad was like, you know, it's it's not going to happen because you know you can't let a machine just like read an image and and, and say like this is what it thinks because you like the machine doesn't get context and you need a person to actually. Look but the at thing it. is, you so can give them with the ma- you can get to the point where yeah, the machine context. can know context yes. and you know okay. like but, the, the okay. book goes into like there will be. You might you might have this thing in the future where your health professional is a is a robot and it has your entire history from when you were born, all your results, everything is in this okay. is in, oh. in is in the system. Yeah. And they can immediately tell you what's happening. Like they were saying Google can predict like flu outbreaks or whatever better than health systems can because Google can do it through people searching up flu symptoms and they can tra- track how, okay. like, how yeah. often that happens sure, sure, like, and, and they predict it um, like several days before actual governmental health systems do but like that, that's a, like a very traceable like algorithm thing but like, so is most health data on a human yeah, but like what if you say you have the patient go in and then it's not like the computer's gonna pick up that the patient is feeling no- nervous yeah. or something like that or has a concern yeah, like, about something but it can, can. maybe they can chemicals you can do facial recognition. Really? Yes. yes. Okay. Or for example, okay, like how you respond to a person is an amalgamation of all these different things, like your emotions at the time and like your past experiences. And like maybe you had a past experience that like really imprinted itself on your brain. How like, is the machine supposed to know maybe, that? Maybe, for example, a girl because got the machine raped, will have known you right? from the moment. And they need an internal uh, ultrasound. You're saying this scared. from your you're saying this from your perspective as a person who has dealt with people. In the future, they will have gen- will have generations who have dealt with robots their entire life. So it will be like the machine has has like seen every single thing that yes. has happened. Yes. Okay. Well, when we get to that, I'm sure I'm sure the machine's gonna take it. It's not like it's not that far off. What yeah. did Milk say? When we get to that point, I'm going to be at home then. <laughs> and I'll make the robot work for me and I earn money. And yeah. I'll eat. Yes. Like, but when we get to that point, it'll if be you, like, what is the point of living anymore? You know? If you get that's to that point, then like you are the, not going to spend the, the money. That's what the book is kind of about. Like, we need to find something else for humans yeah. to do. When, you know, if they you can do everything. can do everything you can do, but better. Yeah. What What is the point of being alive that's what the that's, problem is yeah that's of. why they say they would take over someday like this is the you guys still don't believe that it's going to happen but it's it's We're happening no, no, i mean like i just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon 
maybe. By the time, time we die, I think it will happen. Yeah. By the time you die, what? I really doubt know it. Way. I, really I, doubt I, it. I don't doubt it. Okay. But I think the rate they are seeing use here and there already, but if we combine everything together. It's I'll basically, it's like, I yeah, think it yeah. would be like 50, at least 50 to Is 60 there? to get yeah. there. I, I, okay. I, I Yeah. Know. It's not like, because you guys don't see it's technology not working as we yeah. do. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they'll take over in psychiatry. I think if you're still looking for like this thing of like needing humans, then yeah. But like if you say, look at my sister's generation, some of them would probably prefer to talk to some like not a real human. They would prefer to talk to like a chatbot or something about their problems. Like sure. talking to the Westpac chatbot. That was useless. <laughs> yeah, that Westpac one is really bad. <laughs> context, I'm sorry, but I, I had issues and I needed to speak to someone. But I was on a train, and so I didn't want to talk on the phone. So I um, messaged their robot person, and I was like, "It was like, give me keywords to help you solve the problem." So I was like, "I was like, hi, I need help with my American Express statement payment statement." And then what did it say? It was like, "I can't understand. Can you try rewording?" (laughs) (laughs) Like you get, like Westpac's one is quite basic, but you do get some more advanced ones yeah. actually you know what when i was typing to the american express chat lodge, sorry yes. chat log lady, that was also a robot no i thought it was until it made a typo <laughs> <laughs> it made a typo and then it like corrected like she corrected herself with an asterisk and that's when i was like oh it's a human <laughs> that was a very convincing <laughs> yeah so that future isn't that far off Talking yeah. about Westpac, what happened to Combat? Because I know Combat had a really big outage. Mm. I have no clue, but it was like yeah. an entire day when like nothing yeah. worked. Someone must have worked overnight for that. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it happened like the day, previous day, and then yeah. it only started coming back that following morning. When mm. when things like that happen, a someone lot has of to work overnight. Sad people <laughs> have to work All overnight. Because the, the programmers on their little, <laughs> like, oh no, shit. <laughs> what actually happened? How come I had an outage? Um, I don't know, but like, BPay wouldn't work, transfers wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to pay by PayPal, but the, my PayPal said, no, you can't pay yeah. because I was linking it to my contact card. Oh. Um, yeah. They must have lost a, a lot of money too. They mm, would have. Yeah. yeah. Probably a security well, breach or something. No, because they're like constantly updating the system that they have like lots of systems. The oh. system where they transfer money, systems that allow their internal system to operate, and then the system that you see, and then lots of systems. It's so they're down, right? It's con- no, like you can still see a lot of stuff, but their transfer systems were down. But because oh. they're constantly updating things to like for security reasons or for like new things or whatever, sometimes you know. You yeah, hit that the, day you hit was, the wrong button and the whole thing crashes. <laughs> that day was payday for me. Uh, <laughs> Do you get actually, paid from a combat? No, luckily my boss is Westpac too. So yeah. I was fine. And then on the group chat, I had lots of people going, guys, sorry, we can't get paid today for those using combat. This yeah. is down. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy that that day I brought lunch because usually I buy lunch. Oh. And, like, <laughs> and I, most of us use card as well. Yeah. So. But wouldn't you be able to cash out? I don't think you can that day. Because um, that's why they were saying out. that people so were at Woolies. Could, yeah. I think. Oh, really? BPay wasn't working. Cardless cash wasn't working. Yeah. Some in-branch oh. services, some call center services. Um, and you couldn't get into Combiz. Mm. Maybe it was the Combiz that destroyed it. I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah, I heard a story where like someone was trying to get cash out, but the ATM machine ate their card instead. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess the the terrifying thing when everything goes digital. Yeah, and then your robots work, and then the you thought get angry you, at you. <laughs> yeah, you think you would make money, and then your robots just decide to eat your card. All they decide to kill you <laughs> and plot to kill you. Yeah. Oh well, when we get to that point, we'll get to that point. <laughs> It is time. Yes, we should end. We should tell them where we've been. What, what do you mean? I mean, today we're, we're recording well. at the ICCC. ICC. Get, sorry. Just <laughs> I was about to ask how many C's are there. Sorry, we're recording at the ICC and we're on level three. It doesn't really matter where we are. It's just the it's inside. It's a very nice no air conditioned building. I think it's like 18 <laughs> degrees and it's like probably. It's not that cold. I feel cold and sleepy. And it's like 28 degrees outside. It's, yeah, it's quite nice in here. Mm. Yeah, you ate too much. So that's all for today. Thank you for listening. And please subscribe us on Spotify. Not Twitter. Not Anchor. Twitter. Anchor. iTunes. And, uh, yeah, Facebook. Yes. Yes, Follow Instagram. our Instagram, please. And thank um, you to Pear for yeah, joining us today. Did you enjoy your day today. <laughs> that was good. But what do you post on Instagram? Uh, nothing. What <laughs> <laughs> do we post on Instagram the most? Yeah, <laughs> Instagram is very good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye bye.